at Initech is what you do at Initech is you take the specifications from the customers and you bring them down to the software engineers. Yes, yes, uh, that's, that's right. Well, then I just have to ask, why couldn't the customers just take them directly to the, to the software people, huh? Well, uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, because engineers are not good at dealing with customers. So you physically take the specs from the customer? Well, no, my, my secretary does that, or the facts. Huh. So then you must physically bring them to the software people. Well, no. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. Uh, what, what would you say you do here? Well, look, I already told you. I deal with the goddamn customers so the engineers don't have to. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars and sponsored by Wristwork Custom. What up, what up, what up? Avery Hart's new book, Wholesome Plot Pie, Splinter Wood. Go cop that joint on Amazon and all other digital uh, platforms. It's your boy Richie Carlisle back in the building. Uh, Crooked Halo over here on the producing side. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? What's up? What up, Wilson? <laughs> People like, man, we trying to see Crooked Halo no, on this camera. It's going to cost money. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cost money, yeah, huh? You sorry. saw them checks. Sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you saw them checks on that particular website, yeah. them $38,000 yeah. checks. Sorry, man. <laughs> can't, can't do that. Coming to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, That's funny. Man, we getting it in today. Yo, today's is a nice topic, man. Hiring process. Or Otherwise known as the onboarding process. That's what they call it now. Process that can take up to forever. a month. Before you actually start working for a company these days, right? Bills getting getting paid. You got the job when you start. We'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know. Yeah, uh, about yeah. a month. Yeah. <laughs> so we are taking all of your hiring onboarding process stories. What is the longest you've had to wait to start a job once you 
were extending an offer. And right. from the, and then like what like once was it worth the wait? Like did you wait two, three, four weeks? Because you know it used to be, if you got another job, the standard procedure was you put in your two weeks notice and go to the new job, and then you would start the new job in two weeks so as not to miss any bills or anything like that. Now, man, listen. Now up, you go through an online application process and from there it's anywhere from 48 hours to a week before somebody even responds to your application. Then you go through all the rigmarole that now comes with them weeding people out of the application process because that's the biggest part of it. Those personality tests, those ones where they tell you, okay, well, you got to go along and do these assessments and it's only going to take you, some are 20 minutes, some are 45 minutes, but just to see, there's no wrong answer. It is a wrong answer. There's extreme (laughs) wrong answers. It's that we we don't call us, we'll call you. Exactly. And I always used to purposely put like the most wrong thing that I could put in the situation that the question would ask you and still end up getting hired. Right. They're like, are you a workplace snitch? They're like, come on now. Like, if you took an extra set of pens and staplers, yeah. <laughs> would you tell is this person? considered, do you consider this theft of office supplies? Be like, no. If you took home a pen, like, I saw that question. This was some years ago when I saw that question, and I cracked up and was like, give me this damn pen. Really? Like, uh-uh. You, you got to turn that down. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's some funny shit. So then you go through the online assessment. Then then that may or may not get you to actually In speaking into a live person. You may still have to go through a phone interview process. Right. And you may have already talked to someone on the phone, but see, the person on the phone was just a, a screener because there are positions for that now. In right. HR, where all they do is respond to the applications that come in on career builder and indeed and LinkedIn and you got a you person know. to be like, I might want to talk to him. Right. Right. You talk to them to see if I want to talk to them. Right. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Because if you get past that screener, then you get the keys to the to the uh chocolate factory. Then you can go and start your online application. Wow. And you can fill fill that out. You can give consent for the credit check. You can give consent for the background check. You can give consent. And when you give consent for the credit and the background check, you need to read that, folks. Man. Because you need to read exactly what you're giving consent for and how far they can go back. Man. Because a lot of people don't realize some background checks can go back as, as I had a 20 year years. They're not supposed to go back more than 10 years, but they've gone. I've had situations where they've gone back 15 to 20 years. And it's like, yeah, dude, I don't nah. even know where I did the hell I did yesterday. So how much do y'all pay again? Right. Nine nah. fifty. Yeah. <laughs> and, all right. We need hair samples. <laughs> 25 year background check. That's the other. And that's, junior high grades. Right. And that's, <laughs> and that's all part of the process. Like we're not even going to, we haven't gotten to, the drug testing process of it. We yet. really haven't. And that's a whole completely different ball game right. because a lot of these places you go through the drug screen and then you get in there and it's like, you know, everybody in here on some type of drug. Right. Well, like it's not, and it's not weed. No. <laughs> HR, HR dude 
powderhead. Man, <laughs> man, coming Straight out the bathroom head. steady and they know. But right. So you get through the process. You might be able Supervisor to. Supervisor scratching their arm. Man, you might be able to get to the Constantly. online application. And once you fill that out, that's when their HR department really kicks in because now they're going to start uh, verifying and confirming everything that you put on the online application. So just keep it real. So, well, not only that, but a lie by omission is still a lie. However, if it doesn't apply to the job that you're applying for, there's no reason to have that information there nope. because they're the screener and the HR person is going to look like this is irrelevant to what I need this position for anyway. So right. it's detrimental. It used to be again, back in the 20th, early 21st century standard procedure was you put every experience that you had on your resume, on the application. And you, you had to go <clears throat> in order of, you know, from what job to what job to what job what's up what's up cash so now it's like yeah you might not want to put on there i've gone from this job to this job to this job and maybe they're all different areas of employment maybe there was a gap between you know i mean life happens in this day and age everybody knows you can up and lose a job get fired quit whatever it is they're shut down you know what I'm saying? And you put this stuff on your resume or on applications, and it makes you look like in their head uh, somebody that can't hold stable employment. Mm -hmm. And so then if you're young, if you're older, if and you're And that's doing... also industry specific. Because certain industries, exactly. it's like, well, it happens. You know right. What I'm like in, you know, in the well, customer service. financial services. Yeah, customer service. A lot of these industries, financial services, because especially financial services, because people don't really aspire to get into financial services all like that. No. You know, people don't aspire to be bankers or stockbrokers. You know, very. I mean, people do, but it's not such a. I couldn't find huge, out what I really wanted to do. Right. So here I am. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's it's a fall into type of a career environment, which is yeah. absolutely fine because it's life. You do go through. All different types mm -hmm. of career changes, whether or not you went to college. It doesn't matter. That's just how life is. I got two degrees. Man, so, take this phone book and call these people. Man, so <laughs> when you're going through the online application and you're thinking about what jobs to put on there, what work experiences, it's like, no, you're only going to put on the work experience that's relevant to that job in that industry. Anything else they can you can be explained if you get to that in-person interview and they ask you about it but until then you don't have to have every single job that you've had in the last 10 years on that online application it's not going to make you look as good as you think it will right not in this day and age so if you get past the online application now it's like okay you're waiting again 48 hours minimum mm -hmm. <laughs> minimum to a week maybe even two weeks before somebody gets back to you on the status of the application and right. whether or not you will move forward. And if you move forward, that might not mean an in-person physical face-to-face -face with someone. That might mean another phone interview, an official phone interview. Official, official. Speaking with somebody that may or may not have some type of pull 
within that company for whatever department that they're looking for because that's what they do these days it's not about just you going in and sitting in front of an hr person and that hr person hiring somebody because they think you'd be an asset to the company that's not what it is now you're getting in these interviews and you're talking with the team leads or the department heads or you're talking to somebody's not you know what i'm saying exactly like you're talking to you know a different a, a group of management quote unquote personnel that are all going to pull multiple opinions about whether or not you should move forward in the process, not a, and and whether you'd be a fit, and that's the key word today is whether you'd be a fit for their company. Mm-hmm. So if you make it through that process through the phone interview, this is where a lot of people get stymied. A lot of people don't have good, they don't have good interview skills to begin with, let alone good phone interview skills. You gotta sound good on the phone. You have to sound good on the phone these days. You have to make these people believe that if somebody, especially whatever industry it is that you're doing, that somebody that calls up and asks you a question or you're dealing with people face-to-face on a, on a daily basis, you have to be able to know what you're talking about. You have to be able to get people to trust you and be forthcoming with whatever, whether it's their financial information. Right. You know, or what, yeah, whatever it is, whatever it is. And if Red you work, cheeks. you know, <laughs> whatever it is. And if you Pretty can't much. get past that phone interview, you're not getting hired into that company and your search will continue. So what people need to understand is a lot of folks will say that they put in application after application and they've been looking and they can't get hired and they whatever, whatever. You have to adapt to the different style of how these companies are hiring people in these days. It is not how it used to be in any way, shape, or form. And so taking advantage of sites like Career Builder and LinkedIn and Indeed with their career tips and resume building tips and their articles from actual people and personnel that are telling you what they look for in the applications to move you forward in the process it It actually will benefit you and you'll be surprised because it's those little changes that are going to make you stand out because remember this is a digital age now they're getting inundated with inquiry after inquiry application after application especially if it's a site like indeed or career builder where you can apply from right then where you can shoot your resume over with a cover letter blah 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 hey i'm interested in the job you know And from that point on, if you haven't done anything that stands out to where you get past that initial screening process, yes, you're you're online, your your unemployment will continue for quite some time. Right. And extended period of time. An extremely extended period period uh, period of time. And. It you still really have pays to prepare for the online, for the telephone interview. You and do. And that's why those articles and any links or tips that they give for that are key because it tells you exactly what to do. People don't realize this is a digital age. This is the information age. We have all everybody is walking around with a thousand dollar computer in their hand right now. Right. If you're listening to us on your cell phone, you have the information of any and everything at you could want at your fingertips. So when you go into these interviews and they ask you, do you have any questions? And you say no. 
then you're that's done. it. You're, you're done. <laughs> you're done because they have expectations that you've not only just threw your application in, but you've researched the company. You know what they do. You may have paid attention to the name of the CEO and a couple of people at the top. You pop up the website. Let these people know that you actually paid attention and you want to be there because you could be wasting your time. You didn't, especially if you didn't had to get a babysitter. Man. You know what I'm saying? You cop the new outfit. Man, not e- no, and not even that because a lot of people don't realize you still have to dress professionally for the interview. Yeah, you Regardless do. if the application says business casual, work up, environment, Maria? you, have you to still dress need to dress professionally for the tie, interview. Gentlemen, a shirt and tie and a haircut. Look professional, business professional. That does not mean, you know, open collar for men it doesn't mean um jeans or open-toed sandals for women that's a, a collar you know and if you're shirt. gonna do open collar get a blazer it needs yeah you need to have a jacket on but you, again blazer, you need jacket. to be professional looking when yeah. you make that interview regardless if the position states a business casual work environment yeah. you know you jeans for friday the, for the process exactly that's all they really want you because to when you think about it look at the person that you're coming in to see that person most likely is dressed professionally if it's the receptionist or aka the administrative assistant depending on how long they've been there Mm -hmm. you know that person is not sitting there most likely in jeans and a t-shirt unless it's like a friday yeah or they've a lot of these companies you know will have um especially in northeast ohio when the teams are doing good the different sporting teams are doing what up sean allen they'll have then day uh theme days where you can dress in Indians gear, Browns uh-huh. gear, Cavs gear, you know, Ohio State gear, whatever it is. So unless it's something like that, very rarely are you going to walk into an interview and the people that you're dealing with are super casual. And even if they're super casual, that doesn't mean that, that, doesn't you, mean that you should super be casual. super casual. Because you got to remember, nah. we talked about this a few shows ago, when you're looking at the people to avoid, and a lot of those people are in that interview process. Man. So yeah. it's... It's a it's a double edged sword when you're trying to get into a company, especially if it's somewhere that you really want to get into. But then if you didn't take the time to do any research on what they do, how long they've been in business, read some testimonials, something where you can when they ask you, do you have any questions? Well, you know what? Yeah, I do. I saw on the website that. Right. X, Y, Z. Or then, what are some things that your the department is uh like the, the challenges what is your main focus point right now right like in the business or how can i you know help you guys meet your goal or right objectives? like you don't want to automatically who the hell you don't want to automatically reach out and say well how much would i be making what's the schedule mm-hmm. you know assuming you have the job when you just started the interview process right. and somebody is like why would you <laughs> What, why would um why would we discuss pay when a you really don't know what the you, you obviously don't know what the next step in their hiring process is or you don't even know what we do here for exactly real. like <laughs> and that's that just shows poorly on you as an employee applicant so the hiring process for a lot of people would be best served if they really had the ability to, well, they do have the ability if they acted on it 
and took advantage of the different tips and articles on sites like Career Builder and LinkedIn. Right. And um, it's, indeed, it's because places where you can where they have the questions. For exactly. You. And they'll tell you to what to look for, what questions to ask during the interview process when they when they ask you that question because yeah, a lot of it's paste them joints and just right ask the questions a lot of them right are, um, and rephrase them right and just rephrase them to you so you don't sound like you're parroting something that you copied you know i mean even if if you're gonna do that you if you do that, that it'll show that yeah. you are not being yourself a lot of people mm-hmm. a part of that interview process of getting past that initial face-to-face is letting your personality shine Exactly. And and if you are going to take the questions or, you know, the tip, the questions from, you know, any of these articles and do and ask them, it's always best to present those questions how you are, but yeah. in the same professional way. And it you lets your professional, you know, let let your personality out, because if you if it's just like what with office space, you don't want to be that drone. You don't want to be just another person that comes in and spouts something that they saw online, but didn't really add anything to it. Right, and my you man know? Sean said, if you apply without knowing the pay or the schedule, wait for them to bring it up. Exactly, because you you may not even be that far into the process to get to that point. Yeah, it's like what you asking for. Exactly, <laughs> because a lot of people and and, th- and you want to know Money. how you want to know how that's what they're what how they say that in professional. Would you would you asking for? Well, normally it starts around this, but depending on your experience, it could be X, Y, Z. Yeah. You know, that you're nowhere near, yeah, you're nowhere near getting. It's like, you're done. It's not going to happen for you. Man, you just find out at the offer letter. Exactly. And speaking of the offer letter, that's a whole different, that's a whole different ballgame. our next segment. (laughs) Man, yeah, speaking, because we do need to go to commercial. But we will talk about the offer letter and the rest of the onboarding process when we come back. You're listening to Jeff Radio on WeUpRadio.com. We Up Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more or you can call us at 216-772-3393. WeUpRadio.com. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Yo, what up, everybody? This is Indica Spitz. You are listening to WeUpRadio.com. Previously on OGDJ Radio. 
I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't I'm got nothing against yeah. homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if, as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the f*** out of them <laughs> Like, huh? <laughs> if like, if another nice, man, that's a nice bulge. Man, if another nigga <laughs> seen another man's pants and talked about his package, that's gay as hell. That's it ain't no gay. understanding. Yeah, that's gay. That's gay. So and then she said, "I'm not gay." I said, "But that definitely sounded like a homosexual comment." Right. I understand says. that you appreciate a woman's body, but from my perspective, that wasn't just a comment. That was homoerotic. Right. <laughs> Damn. Homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. Right. That yeah, was right. that made me think of a reason. Tune in each and every Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeAreRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh, my God. I love OG DJ Radio. Oh, WeAreRadio.com. This is Goldie Montana. You're listening to WeAreRadio.com. WeAreRadio.com. Sam, Iyer, Naga. Michael Bolton? That's me. Wow, is that your real name? Yeah. <clears throat> so are you related to that singer guy? No, it's just a coincidence. Oh. <laughs> no one in this country can ever pronounce my name right. It's, it's not that hard. Yeah, well, at least your name isn't Michael Bolton. You know, there's nothing wrong with that name. There was nothing wrong with it until I was about 12 years old and that no-talent ass clown became famous and started winning Grammys. Hmm. Well, why don't you just uh, go by Mike instead of Michael? No way. Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. Hey, guys. What's up, G? Let's see. You are Michael Bolton? Yeah. Is that your real name? Yeah. Are you any relation to the pop singer? No, it's it's just a coincidence. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I love his music. I do. I'm a Michael Bolton fan. For my money, I don't know if it gets any better than when he sings When a Man Loves a Woman. But you must really love his music, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's 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 pretty he's pretty good, I guess. You're goddamn right he is. <laughs> right. So tell me, what's your favorite song of his? Hmm. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I. I guess I sort of like them all. That's <laughs> so Ryan, I'm the exact same way, but it must be twice as hard for you being have the same name as him. I celebrate the guy's entire catalog. Anyway, let's get down to business, Michael. You know, you, you can just call me Mike. <laughs> Michael Bolton. Man, welcome back to Ladies uh, and gentlemen, Michael <laughs> Bolton. What's up, uh, Jansky French? <laughs> Juke Radio here on WeUpRadio.com. Yeah, man. Man, yeah. So we are back. <laughs> Yo, um, you know, if you're looking for any gift ideas, go to uh Wristwork Customs website, www.wristworkcustom.com. That's W-R-I-S-T-W-E-R-K custom.com 
Uh, get your custom bracelets here. These joints is nice. You know what I'm saying? For the ladies, fellas, she got you together too. So definitely rock with one of our uh, show sponsors today. If you wanna, if you wanna sponsor our show, have us advertise your business or service. You know, inbox us at the end of the show, or just say, "Hey, get at me, and we can work." So today we're talking about uh, the onboarding process, hiring process, and um, the different nuances that go with that. Man, and we left off at getting to this part where. You've filled out the online application, and now you're in a phone interview. Phone Uh, interview skills and knowing about the company you're interviewing with is key to getting past the phone interview. If you do not connect with the person on the other end of that phone, you're toast. You can forget it. You're not going to hear. You may not even get a thank you email from the company. Because, <laughs> <Man. laughs> you know, no none. And the thing about it is, is a lot of people do not realize that it's so different now than what it used to be trying to get into these companies and it's all an effort to weed people out it's not an effort to bring in more skilled people no it's not it's not it's it's an elimination game it's music exactly exactly it's who's gonna be in there to click with certain management because you know what there's an article that broke yesterday a story that broke about a dead doctor that was a uh, professor at ohio state And basically throughout the entire time that he was there, over 20 years, there were complaints and issues of him of sexual harassment and all other types of stuff. People at Ohio State in high positions knew. They knew about it. They looked the other way. They didn't give a shit. And the idea that now that it's broke, it's coming out. The guy killed himself in, I think, what, 2005 or something like that. And the fact that one of the guys, Jim, the senator, Jim, the, the one guy that is the dumbass, he's a senator now or a congressman. Um, What's up? He you? knew about those allegations. Mm-hmm. And again, he also knew about what happened with um what the hell is his name the damn coach the football oh yeah sandusky no the ohio state's Uh, coach ohio state's coach yeah urban Uh, urban urban yeah so the guy the Uh, assistant coach that uh allegedly assaulted his wife or some whatever that bullshit was mm -hmm. that everybody knew about and nobody said anything that's prevalent not just at ohio state that's every fucking where so, and if you think otherwise, you're extremely foolish. But right. it's not anything new that people want to hire in and be around the people that they think they'll be able to either work, quote unquote, work well with mm-hmm. or for lack of a better word, manipulate into doing what they need to do. Right. 
Hanif, at the job. Hanif, Hanif said the dog and pony show. Exactly. It's so degrading selling yourself hoping they pick you. An evil that's necessary as long as it takes for us to create our own business. Exactly. Exactly. Man, it is a horse and pony show. And that's exactly dog what and pony it is. Show. Because you go through this and if you. You know what I hate? I hate when you work in a casual environment and then you have people from corporate come in and they all make you dress up. Why? You know, we, what the wh- why? What the fuck is that about? It's it's crazy because <laughs> I always was of the of the thought process that if we're supposed to be a business casual environment whatever whatever mm-hmm. that me coming in and eyelashes out to here and make a I don't got time for that shit. I'm most likely on the phone talking to somebody. What the hell does it matter? What, yeah, I'm what on the I phone. have on if the CEO or whoever the hell comes in there. The CEO uh, signed off on having exactly. A so he should expect he should, expect, should expect people in that. there in t-shirts and jeans if that's what the dress code is. It's like we're gonna dress up for them, right? For what? For what? I'm not dressing up for them. And and it started yeah. years and years ago. I was like, no, I'm not doing that shit. And they would be like, oh, you forgot? No, I didn't forget. The hell? You're like, for what? What the hell? Unless he is he finna give out some money today? Exactly. Because if he's not finna give out no money, I don't give a damn. We've decided to cut a third of our staff in an effort to maintain profits. Right. (laughs) Well then what the hell that right? What the hell I done got dressed up for? Oh, to go look for another job? Is that what you mean? Like, yeah, you're done. But get the hell out of here. But you know, we're gonna go ahead and let you know if you look good for your interview with the next spot. Man. I hate that. You know what I mean? You know, for real. You know, yeah, make sure that you, for what? You know, now, if you got some potential investors coming in, I get that to an extent. But it's like, if you... Even investors know even if, yeah, what type of business it is right. and what type the dress what I got, I don't got to do with anything. Right. Like, like that's, like, that's going to motivate them to invest in the company. What's going to motivate them to invest in your company? And it's not going to increase my production that day. Sheet. If anything is going to deter my, it's going to de- bring down my production that day because I'm pissed. And I'm dressed up a whole nine, stressing right. about something. You know, you may mess around and get rolled up over a complete stranger. Right. Uh-uh. Or get fired because, you know, of a complete stranger. You didn't piss, you know, you didn't inadvertently, they don't like what you got on. Man. Fuck all that. Anybody got time for that shit? At all, yeah, it's whack. No, you know so <laughs> exactly what it is with he's right with it being shit, a dog and pony show. Yeah, and it's crazy because if you get past the phone interview, now lights, camera, action. Now the real hiring process begins because now you may actually get to find out where the hell the damn company is and go for a face-to-face mm-hmm. interview. But even then, that's not guaranteed. You may get through the phone interview and they may have you go back online to complete <laughs> some more assessments. Pol- like more <laughs> online assessments. Right. And once you do those assessments, then, then you'll get the address if you, you if you if you submit the right uh very not very satisfactory unsatisfactory likely true not true my, I hate yeah, those. Man. yeah man companies man. nationwide have been getting finessed by those test man man because, <laughs> because those you're testers, still hiring <laughs> man 
Your turnover is still it's high. It's terrible. Your turnover is ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? You didn't did all of this, you know, these screens and assessments and woo woo woo, and yeah, for nothing. You can't keep you positions can't keep here. filled at, and, the, at your job. And that goes back, but that just lets you know hey, Shanice, that goes back to hey, the culture of the company yeah. because when you get in there. And you see that it ain't nowhere near what they were saying. It's like, okay, because that's exactly what it is. You make uh, people go through all this bullshit, yeah. selling the dream, and then you get in there. You went training, you're like, oh, no. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh. And, and enter the workplace people, you coworkers, you should avoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or so, bait and switch. Man. So it's the... We have positions starting at 20 an hour. You get there. Well, there's a six-month training program. And during the training process, you will make 970. Right. And during the training <laughs> process, you got to hit these numbers. But that's a whole different story. The training, the training process is, is next week's topic. Oh, uh, man. Because that's a whole different, right. different ballgame. It's going to be a lit show. <laughs> but as far as the onboarding and the hiring, it, it, the time it takes is ridiculous because now if you've gone through this part, you've gone and you all the way up through and you passed the phone interview, most likely a good seven to 10 days has passed. Seven to 14 business days is probably business days during this process. Right. So you, if you uh, quit your, quit your gig, you're already missed a whole check. Two weeks gone. Just like that. Done. Okay. If you didn't quit your job, now it's like okay, you you if you hey, blow Tiana. the phone interview, you might have blew the phone interview because they called while you was on break at work or wasn't on break and you couldn't take the call, mm-hmm. but you had to sneak and take the call and Man. you couldn't really do what you wanted to do or ask what you, you wanted to ask. Trying to take that call, right? Like <laughs> what's going on? And so now you're like okay, you two weeks gone, two weeks. A uh, pay cycle. Man, so now you're doing the online assessments. These shits are strategically placed to help them weed people out after the phone interviews, but before they actually bring people on site for interviews. And that getting on site for the interview. Adam Jewel. That is so. Rocking with us today from Cali. uh, Paramount to the process for you in your job search because the, the, the success of your job hunt is going to be weighed against how many face-to-face interviews you actually get. Right. So if you go through the process and you've put out application after application after application, and you've gone through, you know, you've gotten the emails and you went through the site and you mm-hmm. did a phone interview and you did the assessments, but you still haven't done an on-site interview face-to-face with someone, right. you're not getting that job. And so your process continues. So if you get past the online assessments, now you're able to find out where the place is and do the on-site interview. And that may now, be one of three. Man. <laughs> Not only that, but the on-site place where they take the interview may not be where you thought it was it's not you might not be working there it might be a central location it might be a headquarters type thing Mm -hmm. i had one company years and years and years ago you had to go all the way out to um uh fairlawn for the interviews because it it was with uh it was with bob evans and so for for management you had to go all the way out to fair to fairlawn for the on-site interview once they yeah, Bob Evans has some of the most average food. Well, that that's yeah. Now, 
but even then, average. even then, it's like Bob Evans. All right, man, let's go. Well, because they and then on top of that, they sold and they've changed the recipe to so much stuff. It's terrible. But this was years ago. This was at least 20 years ago. Um, hell, it was probably longer than that. Um, when I had to make that drive and I thought to myself then, like, niggas, y'all really got niggas coming all the way out to Fairlawn. <laughs> For this damn on-site interview. Right. Like, I better get something to eat. Rest, the restaurant like, you working at is, like, in Lima. Dude, no, <laughs> no. And the killer part about it was the restaurant that I was applying for was this one right out here in Independence on Rockside. But you drove past that Exactly. Joint. I have to drive past that some bitch to even meet with somebody that's not even the head person of the one in Independence. But you ain't even meeting with people or the store you manage. Exactly. So it's like riding out there like, okay, I got a 10 o'clock interview. Y'all better give me some pancakes or, or some right. something. No, I need some crepes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, well, it's, it's terrible. Crepes is pretty good, though. But crepes is good. The idea of going on site that's the next biggest step because that is truly where you will make or break the hiring process for yourself. Because if you come on site and for whatever reason it does not go well or you present what could be looked at as maybe a personality conflict with the person doing the interviews. Cause some, you know, some people don't have people skills. Some people do interviews and they automatically assume they're very judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, but going through that process, a lot of people are offended by direct eye contact. Yeah. Especially a lot of older white men. Yo, here's and, a trick. Here's a trick for that, yo. Um, I was told many years ago to look at someone's forehead. Yeah, so was I. Mm-hmm. Look at somebody's forehead. Look at their forehead or so look at that. So it has the impression that you're looking in. At that spot right in between not. the eyebrows, right at, right where yeah. your nose meets your eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Looking if you right have a there. problem looking someone face to face, eye mm-hmm. to eye, look at their forehead. But a lot of people That's don't free like a lot of older white men, and there's that's just it and that's all, in my experience, do not like direct eye contact during that interview process or or for a lot of people at least in my experience being a woman and being a woman that is of the darker persuasion (laughs) they did not care for the direct eye contact the knowledge of the company the questions that weren't stupid Mm -hmm. so it can bite you in the ass depending on the person doing the interviewing so that face-to-face interview is extremely key because you need to click with whoever it is doing that and i'm not saying you come in there taught in high school it should be taught in high school but i'm not saying you come in there and you kiss an ass that's not what i mean no no as an adult and as somebody that has manners you should know how to present yourself when you walk into an interview with someone on site you mm. know direct eye contact you smile you shake their hand it's a firm handshake not no half-ass you know how many people i have stopped talking to either. no you, that's why i said firm but you don't want to talk you don't want to kill their hand but you know how many people that i don't deal with that i have never dealt with because their handshake was so disgustingly just like they just didn't want it it was either limp or just yeah, limp they just didn't want to do and it's like looky here Okay, all right. I see how, okay, I ain't even got to deal with that you. That might be like a Western civilization thing, too. It It is, because you got to look at the shit that we got over here. 
But um, <laughs> What's up, as Andrew? far as getting to click with that person doing the interview, a lot of that is based on you having enough information and armed yourself with enough information to have the answers to whatever that person says and have them in a way that you can be you. Here's you another know? thing. Um, you will, your research on the company shouldn't just be about the job and what you're doing. You can also need to figure out the company culture and as many sites where you can get input about that particular company, good, bad, or indifferent. That... And then weigh it up to figure out if you even want to go there and it'll also help you prepare for that interview a lot of it too uh, one of the other things you want to look up with these companies is their local community involvement do is this a company that you know when you go to the interview they all talk about their ethics code and our morals and what we stand for and our blah 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 Bullshit. but <laughs> time like scooby-doo said time will tell the creeper are they actually out in the local communities that they're in taking money from mm-hmm. and are they charitable are they somebody that can be called upon when whatever religion you are is holding a car wash or a bake sale whatever whether it's the kiwanas whether it's the polish clubs what whatever the hell it is yeah. you know what i'm saying is this a company that practices the shit that they're trying to tell you in an interview and right. that's key because if it, if it's not if they're not involved in the local communities what the hell am I sitting here wasting my time for? Because you're not even really care. You don't care about us enough to invest your money, but you're sitting here weeding people you're out taking, in the interviews in the interview taking, process taking, taking. based on your alleged morals and ethics and your ethical code and your and your standards, right. which is bullshit. So a lot of it with with people, when you have to realize when you're going through the interview process and you get through to that on-site interview with these companies, and you might have multiple companies on the hook. You might have three, four, five interviews scheduled, especially if you get through the on-site to the on eye-to-eye uh, process, if you get to that process. That might be a week where you, you might have had an interview every day that week set up. Mm-hmm. But if you are not armed with the right information for every single one face-to-face that you're going to, you will have wasted an entire week's time. Right. Because you're not going to get past that person. And or when you get there, you're going to realize that this company is definitely not and you know, a right fit time. for me. And I just wasted a hell of a amount of time because maybe I blew off another company because this sounded a little bit better. Right. Or this one was a little bit closer. it's not just about the money either, man. You no, it's saying? not. It can't be just about the money in these days because you're going to get in and you're going to look at that culture. And that's going to be the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I had a friend um, just the other day. She posted a dilemma. She There's a job that she has where the pay is not that great. And there's really no room for advancement, but it brings her peace. She don't come home frustrated. The other job, you know, the money's better. There's room for advancement, but it's all that click clicky high high school fuckery bullshit. And I told her, you have to do whatever is going to make you happy, but realize you don't have to settle. So whatever jobs that you that you get, whatever pro- the process is, and you have to make that decision, it's ultimately on you to decide, is is it worth the peace? Do you want to get up and come in every day and deal with hey, the coworkers Jennifer. that we that we want you to avoid? Mm-hmm. You know, is that what something you want to do? That's all going to depend on you as an individual. Right. Because and, if yeah. the if the idea of making more money and the idea of progressing within that company overrides the bullshit that comes with it, 
then that's where you would be. But, but don't if complain it, about but the bullshit it, when it comes down. Exactly. Because you knew what you signed up exactly. for. But if that's not, and if you get to that point and you realize, okay, this is not what I want to do. I, I want to be peaceful. I'm going to take this other gig that's less money and not really any room for advancement. Because what you can do is you don't look at that as something negative. Look at it as, okay, I need to stack every single thing that I get from this job and find something that's going to give me room for advancement and the same type of peace. Right. You know, you can have it. You don't have that's That's why I'm saying you don't have to settle, but be aware like she was of what the cultures of the companies are, mm-hmm. because it that's key. And if you have a family, do you want to come home to your family after a super stressful ass day at work, snapping on them because dingbat George at, at the job was fucking shit up for everybody? Man, you know, right. And a lot of people don't realize your job Stress at your job can cause stress in your home environment. It will. And it's just look at people who are married to police officers or any type of high stress environment, a firefighter, EMT, anything where people put their lives in danger for the sake of other people. Man. You know? And now now if you're uh ah if you're a stockbroker <laughs> or <laughs> Y'all not y'all not seeing what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> If yeah. you're a stockbroker. One of these days we're going to reverse the camera. No, the hell we ain't. <laughs> um, we're going to reverse the camera. Uh, if you're a stockbroker, if you're in any type of a high-stress job, you bring that stuff home with you, that is affecting your home life. Mm-hmm. And if you have a family, trust and believe, it, they're being affected in some type of way, shape, Diversely or form. Diversely affected. There's too many damn movies, TVs, and true crime documentaries and shit that say otherwise. So... <laughs> your job plays a huge, huge part on whether or not you're going to come home one day and snap and kill the whole family. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, it can happen. Or blow the damn like, job where up. Where I'm at now, um, it's other organizations where, you know, you know, making more money is a, is a definite possibility. But the work-life balance, the company culture, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, the management team make it to where I'm like – Man, I ain't going nowhere. Right. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I mean, right. you know, I'm able to uh, live the way in which I want to live. Right. You know what I'm saying? I rather, uh, I rather make a real comfortable fifty than make a stressed out seventy five. For sure, for sure, because that stressed out seventy five is not going to be worth it because you're going to be in the hospital with an ulcer. Yeah, and then that seventy, that extra twenty five G's. Is going towards medical, medical bills. bills and back bills Man. and just, you know what I mean? Or you won't be here. No. And people don't realize, speaking of medical bills, the number one reason people file bankruptcy in this country is for medical bills. Right. So the benefits that yeah. come along that's with these companies, that's a whole nother show because that 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 is definitely a whole nother show because you have to make sure that the coverage you have is going to be enough. For, your this, way, for and, what you need. And in this day and age, sometimes the work employee benefits just aren't enough. Sometimes you got to carry, this day and age, you got to carry multiple insurances. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that you may have an organization that give you more compensation, but their benefit package is shit. Shit, pure shit. unadulterated shit, and they you and they justify that, well, and they pay ju- you X amount and of exactly, <laughs> and that's how they justify it. That's how they justify it is that like, well, we're paying you this why this amount of dollars, so take some of that money, and yeah, get and get insurance. and get better insurance, and you don't have to take it. And and companies that do that purposely will tell you that in the interview process when you mm-hmm. get past that point when you actually start talking about 
the pay and the benefits and things like that. They will let you know if it's if it's if it I shouldn't say they will. If it's somebody during that interview process who is real and understands the struggle of the working poor, you know, they will tell you like, yeah, we do have X, Y, Z and benefits, but you may want to look for your own insurance or or have supplemental insurance. (laughs) Because yeah. A, it's too expensive and the coverage isn't worth it. Right. And the killing part about it was I just really dealt with this this week with the coverage at my company because I didn't realize how good that shit was because I needed to go get, I've been, been telling you I can't see. <laughs> so I finally had to go get stuff so I could see. I can see. And you want to know how much it cost me? 50 damn dollars. Hello. Man. Then right. that's that's the frames and everything every because I had to get glasses because I got eye problems. Yes, but I told y'all I can't see. You know, and especially if you have chronic illnesses or things Man. that you deal with, you know, you got to make sure that the benefits is able to. And it just it it made know, me realize that that's exactly why I took all of what I took. I took the accidental um accidental long term or accidental chronic disease yeah the diagnosis and short term I took the long term and short term disability I took everything that I could get because you can't you can't chance it in this day and nah. age missing and anybody that was in that when they shut down the government if them folks was missing checks y'all know you can't afford to miss no damn checks and the fact that you know is government worker had to take out and the thing is a lot of those jobs you got to be vetted and you got to be you know you got to have a lot of them you go through exactly you go through a a way more onboarding process with that because you try to get into any type of federal position those background checks go back i think 25 30 years right or don't let you try to be getting to the fbi or anything like that because then they're going not only are they going back through your whole life but they're at they're talking to every fucking person that knows you they're going through all of your social media. If you got 478 friends, they talking to all 478 of the motherfuckers. Who? Okay, next. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because they want to know everything about you. So yeah. they have that, what happened to them um, over the end of last year and beginning of this year, missing those checks and, and the rest of the country realizing exactly that, yeah, everybody's in the same boat. The working, there's no middle class anymore. anymore. You're either getting you money know? or you're not. You're, you're exactly. You're working poor. That's mm-hmm. all you are. They they've effectively done what they started to and do. And if you're not the working poor, you know what I'm saying. You need help. You found out on your taxes this year that you ain't where you thought you was. Nope. You need help and can't get it. And exactly. And you might as well. Because based upon the figures, they well your household makes X amount of exactly. dollars. Exactly. But they're not factoring in college debt, <laughs> mortgages. Exactly. And just the extra debt that the cost of living here, you know, takes a toll on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People get in debt because they're trying, they got to eat. It's not, it's not like, you know, a lot of the credit card debt isn't like frivolous spending. No, it's not. But let me, we're going to take a break. Uh, It's uh 12 after 12. We'll be back. Juke Radio. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., we at Radio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Mook, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gonna play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Mook, 6 to 8, we at Radio.com. Radio.com. Yo, 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 what's good? Jay Jigs, it's Row in the building, rocking out with WeUpRadio.com, and it's all love. Jay Jigs, Jay Jigs, Jay Jigs. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. 
worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Hey, I'm Danny. A few of you may know me, or at least think you do. There's so much more than what meets the eye. Cleveland's on Hazel Green is back with another book of amazing tales. Danny's Tales. This self-published author always bring the heat. Follow my girl on Instagram at Hazel Green. That's Hazel with a Y, Green with an E, 216. Twitter, that's the same thing. Holla at him, man. Make sure you support the movement, because it's moving. Also, go to hazelgreen.com and purchase that for the low. I'm sitting here alone. I wish I had someone to help me play with my words make sure you enter my world with caution yeah what's up world it's your boy big squeeze host of the jungle each and every friday live at 6 p.m right now you listen to weareradio.com right so there's three more people we can easily lose and then there's tom sinkowski he's useless gone Sounds good to me. Who's uh, peculiar? Uh, Milton Wadhams. Who's he? You know, squirrely looking guy, mumbles a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah we, we can't actually find a record of him being a current employee here. I looked into it more deeply, and I found that apparently what happened is that he was laid off five years ago, and no one ever told him about it. But through some kind of glitch in the payroll department, he still gets a paycheck. So we just... Went ahead and fixed the glitch. Mm. Great. So, uh, Milton has been let go. Well, just a second there, Professor. We, uh, we fixed the glitch. So he won't be receiving a paycheck anymore, so it'll just work itself out naturally. Okay. We always like to avoid confrontation whenever possible. Problem is solved from your end. <laughs> um, I'd like to move us right along to a Peter Gibbons. Now, we had a chance to meet this young man, and boy... That's just a straight shooter with upper management written all over him. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Yeah, uh, he's been real flaky lately. And I'm just not sure that he's the caliber person that we would want for upper management. He's also been having some problems with his TPS reports. I'll have we feel that the problem isn't with Peter. Mm -mm. It's that you haven't challenged him enough to get him really motivated. There it is. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Yeah, Phil, let me ask you a real quick question here. How much time would you say you spend each week dealing with these TPS reports? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh. Hey, yo, y'all need to get that uh, that new book by Avery Hart, uh, Wholesome Pie Splinter Wood. It's on Amazon. Um, man, if if you're in, if you ain't um, read that book yet, you gotta get that shit. That man. that book is it's fire. 
crazy. Like you got right. you got to read that. Yeah, man. that's a great read, y'all. Man, for real, for, man. Mm-hmm. Avery Hart, wholesome pastor wood. It's for it, it's this is for the wolves, not the sheep, baby. Man, you know what I'm saying. This is you know, <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a. This is not for the victim. No. <laughs> No, it's not this for you. This one's for the sharks. Yeah, like what they call it, what they like to say today, the this savage. One, yeah, this is yeah. for the savages. Uh-huh. Oh boy, I just had a wonderful picture that sent to me. Ooh wee! It's radio. We can't see it. Doesn't right. <laughs> just know. <laughs> but you're back listening to just radio on yeah. weupradio.com. I am Cricket Halo. That's Richie Carlisle. Uh, we were talking about the hiring slash onboarding process with these companies these days and how much it's changed from what it used to be back in the 20th and what a lot of us were taught to do when it comes to applying for jobs just mm-hmm. really doesn't apply anymore. Um, and really and essentially gets your name thrown to either straight trash can or to the bottom of the pile, depending right. on the company. Um, but news flash of, you know, for the black people that be naming their kids, like it seems you're white not names, doing them any that favors. Shit don't work. You better, you better, you better, look, you it better give work. them, you better give them a decent middle name because, and have them put that middle name on applications. Because if you try to give Tatiana some shit, like, no, she's, they're not going to hire her. Cause they're yeah. looking at just like you've seen in the, what, in the clip we played before yeah. old girl trying to, pronounce his name that's exactly what it is right and if it wasn't for the fact that we had and even if you um, do that even if it's tom jones man they still gotta see they you. still gotta see you <laughs> and it's like they still gotta see if you. it wasn't for affirmative action with a lot of these companies a lot of these companies were that you remember the hashtag was oscar so white right like these companies would be companies so white because yeah. they would not have any diversity None. in there if they didn't have me have Why to do we trust do it? and because believe. Y'all, we know you're not gonna do the you're right. You're not thing. gonna do the right thing. You've proven it, and you still they you continue prove it time and right. again. Right, every every day they prove time it. So it's oh my it's God. craziness. You're not doing your kids any favors um, with that. It's as hard as that pill is to swallow. It is the truth, yeah. and it's that's not anybody trying to be judgmental. Name to your, you name about your kid, it, whatever you want to, but but, but understand yeah, the the difference. the the obstacles that are going to come with I'm, that. I'm in favor of naming your kid whatever you want to name them. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, even if you do go with the Uber European name, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're going to see your kid. They're going to see them anyway. And if you ain't taught them how to be professional in an interview, they ain't going to get the damn job no like, way. Dang, Madison is ghetto as hell. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like damn, Kimberly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it it goes both ways with that, and a lot you know, of it again is back. One of is the most popular the like white names that that black people was using was Mackenzie, mm-hmm. Mackenzie or Aiden, Aiden and Jaden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were always. Um, Man, why, why you name your kid Jaden? The fuck, he don't look like a Jaden. No, <laughs> no. But what's funny is there were articles about last week after the next to last episode or second to last episode of uh game of thrones right. talking about people that were mad who named their daughters either Daenerys or khaleesi and i'm like first of all if you're mad at a character on a television show you're an idiot exactly first first and let foremost. people do what they do man. second of all if you mad that Daenerys did what she did you clearly haven't been paying attention no you haven't and and all 
eight seasons of this show. I'm just gonna put that From out there. From what I heard, they had it coming. They 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 <laughs> big had it coming. I mean, they big had, they had it coming. They had that shit coming. Sorry. They had it coming. I'm not. So, I've not watched one minute of the show. You missed some great but shit. But the thing is, is that the people around me have given me enough information. Man, she she kept telling people. She kept saying it. She's always said that she was going to do what she did. The difference was. And this is why it's the last season, people. The difference was, was she had trusted people around her to tell mm-hmm. her, no, you cannot do that. You don't want to do that. You're saying that you don't want to be like your father. And yet you just did you this. are still. That's what your first inclination is and has always been. Fast forward to what happened. Everybody around her she loves is fucking dead. They're gone. When Miss Sunday said what she said, if you thought she would, let me, man, let me, if any of y'all out there that's listening and you watch Game of Thrones and when Masande said what she said, if you thought for one damn second that Daenerys wasn't going to do what the hell she did, you need to slap yourself six, seven good damn times. You can because Masande was her bitch. That was the last person on her world mm-hmm. other than John. That meant something to her. That could tell her no. If Masande had said anything else, <laughs> the people of King's Landing would have definitely had a different outcome. Man. But Masande said what she said. <laughs> Fuck them. I'm right there with them. Do it. And it right. was great and it was excellent. And I can't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> I can't wait till tomorrow. I'm going to replay that shit tomorrow before it right. come on too. Like, yeah, do it again. Because that's exactly what I've been waiting for. Exactly no. what I've been waiting for. The throne. If you was paying attention, go back to episode season two, episode ten. That'll tell you right now. That'll tell you right there if the throne is still there. Man. Episode two, season ten. That shows you exactly. They showed you exactly what Daenerys was gonna do. But and the only reason I can say that is because before it premiered this season, I rewatched the whole seven seasons twice. Did it twice. So the 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 foreshadowing that they did and a lot of the easter eggs that they led for these last eight episodes six mm-hmm. or, or six episodes it was they are they told you they told you I've been trying people to tell you. people didn't pay attention they did not pay attention and with a lot of things that have going on tomorrow's episode i have expectations for oh there's gonna be plenty of death but oh yeah no because he has a better claim so and that's basically part the one of the main reasons too that she did what she did because she knows those people would love him and they would want him over her. I think he would because he bent the knee. What's up, uh, franchise that's Cam? It, that's all. And he's always said he doesn't want it. Franchise <laughs> Cam, what's up, man? We talking but, Game of Thrones? Man, yeah, right that's, yeah, my bad. Well, I, but she's I mean, talking with <laughs> but I'm saying though, I'm just saying it just irritates. That's that's what a lot of it goes with a lot of these companies. Like you can't expect for people to keep showing you showing you who they are, mm-hmm. and then being surprised when they do what they do. Right. And that and if you with a lot of these companies in this hiring process, if you can see and pick up little things on people when you come in and you see that then, 
don't be surprised when you get into the company and you see the culture is what it is. Right. You you pick that up, like especially if you're a woman and you get a little bit of a creep feel from the interviewers, especially because right. as as females, we've all had it happen. You see the toxicity. You know what I'm saying? Like if you can pick it up, you pick up on it. It's like exactly right and and then it's like so if you don't have the right people around you giving you the mm-hmm. the, the best type of advice making sure you're making right. the best decisions you you can sure end you up somewhere up? you end up somewhere in the king's landing burnt the fuck up <laughs> 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 so <laughs> you be at junior's birthday party <laughs> I just want to dance, and that's it. <laughs> I just want to dance. I just want to dance. But we told you. We told you what it was, right? Toxic and and so man. you can't be surprised. So that's that's the key thing with <laughs> with Daenerys, and that's that's my argument for it. No other argument. I I don't. I won't stand for any other argument simply because she told you she's been right. telling you from the beginning she told you when she walked out the fire with the damn dragon eggs mm-hmm. you know and what she was gonna do period and that's what i'm and that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying when masante no yeah gray worm is is dead that's why when he did what he did when john seen him do what he did and the look was like oh shit yeah yeah that that's exactly what john's face was was like oh shit and she didn't tell him like well you know what john you you yep she thinks he betrayed her which yeah and no Tyrion's face oh that was great that was great when he seen that shit. Like, wait, the bells are ringing, but the dragon's still flying. Man, that shit was great. That was great, but yeah, it 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 really plays um, into where you land in these companies. Yeah. So if you get through uh, the first face to face interview, now the weight game begins. And it's not what you think. It's not a phone call that you're waiting to tell you that, oh, we've hired you. It's a phone call that you're going to get that says, okay, um, can you come in for another interview with this person who may actually be the hiring manager? manager?" Right. So. (coughs) Hoops, baby. Man. So. The gauntlet. Now you're like, okay, you done already, let's say you still work in another job. You didn't either had to take a PTA, PTO day or not take a PTO day because you didn't have it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or make arrangements to go to the interview. Now you got to do it again. Yeah. Now, again. you know what I'm saying? And now maybe this time the, it might not be at the same place. Most places it may be at the same place. But again, if that first on-site interview was somewhere out that was like their, their main interviewing site, that second interview may be at the actual site that you're working. And you're interviewing with the actual with the person actual person. That you're gonna work there. Right. So you now you can see how the people in that building actually interact and see what's going on with what's that. It's really real. You may have right. been sold a dream at corporate. Mm-hmm. You get to the spot, it's like, oh no. Right. And see the the key thing about you this second interview, <laughs> man. The key thing about this second interview and you have a good idea of how well it went mm-hmm. is if you get a tour of the facilities. Yeah. Like if you, if they, cause most companies, they want to bring you in on orientation. So that's when things happen and that's when you get a tour. But if you really click with the individual to the point where you're talking and, and it's almost like a given, they're gonna, they're gonna bring you in. 
now this person may well come on let me show you around the 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 building and, and let you know where everything is at so i just got a comment And person said, you know, they just quit the spot where they at two weeks ago after three years because of no advancement. Mm -hmm. I should have been quit. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> a black man has no place in the white portions corporation. Like my question, you know, to you, and I typed it in, but it, like, why do you stay in play in toxic places for so long? Well, not that's you know? a, that's a good question, and my question is. When it comes to the opportunities for advancement, what do you actually do to get along that path? Because a lot of people, and I'm not saying that this is what this person is saying, but I'm saying in general, a lot of people will use the lack of opportunity for advancement, but may not have gone along whatever that company's career path was to move up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that would be my question. But when you get to somewhere, especially three years, and we talked about this last week, getting into a company and being there that first 90 days, you know, then it's that first six months, then it's being there a year, let alone getting to that three-year point and realizing, okay, this is not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like that can be so for just damn depressing because it can have you questioning your choices over that, over this last three years. You know what I'm saying? Like, did I, did I settle? What decisions could I have made better to maybe not for lack of a better phrase, waste as much time as I waste because this is how I'm feeling. I feel like I wasted this time at this place and we can't look at it like that. We got to look at whatever we, we did there and we got to, switch mm -hmm. it up and take what we learn and move forward and apply that to whatever it is it might be a career change it might be something in the same industry so it, it, it could be completely different so cam said he was stupid mm -hmm. and that he was filling gaps what do you mean yeah what do you mean by that cam call in 216 yeah 772-3393 this is the, we want to know yeah because you know i don't i don't understand what you mean by filling gaps yeah and that's the thing i mean people you know, and the thing is that when you as an employer, you know, create and foster a toxic environment, mm -hmm. it's not good for a business. Because it's not. people's production is not going to be what it could no, be. No, especially if, if it's just, a numbers-based business. Yeah, if, if you would provide a better atmosphere, mm -hmm. you know, a better overall atmosphere in the culture. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, you know, newsflash, just because you got video games and stuff. Does not site. mean That's not, that doesn't mean that you have a great culture. It doesn't because if you still have people, and I've worked at places that had the video games and the massage chairs TVs. and the big screen TVs. That's and not like, company it, culture. It doesn't matter because if people are still frustrated and stressed out trying to meet numbers and in, in, uh, production that is unattainable. Uh, unattainable, number one, or let's say, especially in the mortgage industry, when you're looking at the up and down of the market and the rates when it's not a good time for refinance. I mean, the real estate mortgages are cyclical. They're going to be highs. There's going to be lows. You, and you have to know how to ride them out. But that being said, you also, there's so many different mortgage companies out here to work for that don't care about the cycl cyclicalness They're of like, it. Want they want you to produce. And if you're not closing a minimum of three loans a month, you're out the door. Right. So, and they don't even care that 
their could be their processors, their like underwriters. You know what That's I'm saying? That's my percentage. Their, <laughs> their, the way that they get things done, they couldn't care less that that is what holds up your your loans closed. And I worked for one company for almost two years where the processors and the underwriters were so ass backwards. Like we would have to tell people that we could get them closed in about 30 to 45 days. Dude, we weren't getting people closed. It was taking 60 up to 90 days because them bitches in processing and underwriting were so stupid and they were so petty and they were so just high schoolish that all they would do would email back and forth all day asking for the same <sighs> damn information that you as the agent has already put in the file right and then it's like oh well, okay it's there it's there Where but now you, they're not working on your file because you you had to cc your lead and your manager like why ain't this file moving forward because this bitch is asking for some shit that's clearly already there and here it is instead of saying whoops my bad right right All right. Thank you for calling in to Jick Radio. What's your day? Where are you calling from? What's good? This franchise. What's up, franchise? I'm chilling, chilling, chilling. All right. What's up? What's up? What's your story? Really thrown stuff. What? What? Yo, I um. Well, my man know where I used to work at. But I was there for a minute. Filling gaps mean that I was just trying to make some extra money on the side while I was doing other things. So whatever I was doing wasn't bringing enough money in. So I was filling gaps with the other spots. So long story short, they sold me a good um, telling me I was going to be able to move up. Even though that was not my intention, it was still I'm there. I might as well move up and make more money. But it, but it wasn't after, after like two years, like two years I kind of knew, knew I seen the writing on the wall. But, but the money, the was, money kinda was kinda good, you know, you know. So, so I was like, you know, like, hanging, hanging in there. In there. But, after but after a while, mentally, mentally I could see, I could the, see disrespect the disrespect in their faces. In their faces. You know, mm-hmm. you know kind of like, you know, um, um, I'm there. I'm pretty much, much going to take what's, what's given, to given to me without the, the uh, um, opportunity for promotion or whatever. Even though I even had my general manager at the time. Uh, uh, asked me, gave me, gave me information about a job downstairs, downstairs that was hiring in the same company uh, for a position he had open upstairs. Oh, wow. Said, you know what? You might want to apply that downstairs and down there. Down there. And, 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 and even then, I stayed around because it wasn't hard work, and I was getting paid a decent amount of money, but it was just the disrespect after a while. Right. You know, you just started to like get to a point where you get to know what? You know what? I can't do it no more because it's not so much the job looking at you funny or the other employees looking at you funny. It starts, it starts to leak into, into your, your personal life, life too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like your kids look at you differently. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, I mean you, I mean my daughter came up to me a couple of weeks ago and she said, Dad, you just you just don't look happy. And it wasn't because the money wasn't all the way right. It was really because you know, you know, I knew I wasn't being treated, treated right, and I was kind of standing for it. And as she come to me with a situation like that, I'd be like, man, if you don't get out of there, so, so, I mean, sometimes, sometimes you get caught up in the numbers, numbers game, game, but at the end of the day, you're still a person, and you deserve to be treated with the same opportunity. Like, I ain't dumb. I'm not a, no, I haven't robbed and killed and murdered nobody. Lately. And I do have some education lately. So I felt like watching other people get 
uh, promoters, uh, promoters and, stuff. and it was a racial, racial thing. Mm-hmm. I, mean, they, I mean, they just didn't want to have me as the, 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 front, front. the face. They didn't want me to be the first thing people mm-hmm. came, in, came in there. And, um, you know, and, 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 and like I mean, like I said, uh, Reg, Reg, no worries, right. whatever, whatever stuff. It was all about appearance. Big ass building that. downtown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. So, so, I mean, I, at the end of the day, Overpriced like one day my wife just kind of came to me and they, were and they were stealing money from me too on top of that. Oh, wow. My wife was like, you know, you I'm work for Scam Co. Inc. Oh, right. <laughs> anger game with her. Yeah. yeah. I'll go through my anger game with the wife and stuff. And she just kind of stopped me and said, listen, I'm telling you what, how they looking at you. Like you just big black dude crying over some money. That's, that's what they looking at you as. And they ain't never going to look at you any different. And I literally that day, I went in there and was like, you know what? I can't do this no more. Um, and even like when I left, dude was like, well, we're really going to miss you. And at first I was like, dude, cut that out. But then again. He is, he is missing me. Somebody that, somebody that worked hard that he could steal from and do whatever he wanted. Right. Exactly. Who don't want that? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so I mean, so, I mean, and, 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 uh, um, and, and all of my shot, shot I'm calling chalk, chalk tomorrow. John Snow. John Snow on the throne. Look, I am going to say that he ends up dead. Whoa. Oh, that's, that's what we doing. Oh. You know what? Yeah, we doing we, that. We got, we got one that got her. John Snow got her pregnant. Oh, he probably, oh, he probably did. did. Mm. <laughs> With the dragon. Game of Thrones that, combo. And, and John, and John gonna kill the dragon too. Why? Man, I don't think he'll kill the dragon. I think if anything, he'll try to kill Daenerys, but she'll kill him. And I still no, think I, I still think Varys. And that's the other thing too. Like Arya got up on that white horse. Like, okay, go on and ride up out of here, then, girl, because uh, Clegane told her, like, you don't want to end up like me. And then when you look back, like she was trying, everybody that she tried to save, that she tried to save, running out, she ended up killing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think Arya gonna either uh, Arya's. I hope Arya doesn't die, but they've already said a lot of people won't like this last episode, so I'm, I think they're probably going to kill Arya. Well, I'm telling well, you, I'm you what's going to happen. What's going to be there standing next to Daenerys? She's going to be, it's Grey Worm going to be standing next to Daenerys, and she's going to get ready to drop the gauntlet on John. then she's going to, then Grey Worm going to kill Daenerys and put a mask off, it's going to be Arya. There you go. That, oh, now that, the girl with no name. Now that, I could, I, I could do that. That would be fucking great. I would, I, I, I would literally probably lose my voice. And I'll get up with y'all a little bit later. All right, good luck. Thanks for calling, man. <laughs> Your boy Franchise Can, ladies and gentlemen. Man. Checking in. Jug Radio. WeUpRadio.com. True voice of the streets. <laughs> hey, if you think you can rock this mic, you know, get at us and, you know, this could be you. You know what I'm saying? This could be you. Man. But today we talking the hiring process. Here's the thing. Here's something that we haven't touched on yet. Okay, so let's say you're um you're in the job. You work for the company, but you want to move up or you want to move to a different department. Or that's a whole different you. show, the career path. Man. The career path to but moving up. But that's the hiring process, That's, that's a whole different show because they're going to tell you one thing in the hiring process. They're always going to say mm-hmm. one thing in the hiring process. But once you get in there is when you're really going to see 
if what they're saying is how it works because you always have the thing these companies do these days is they always want to talk about how they quote unquote promote from within they promote from within they promote from within so if then they click exactly (laughs) they crew so if you get in there and let's say you're there you know 30 days 45 Mm -hmm. days 60 days and you know most of these places now give you an email company email address so if you're not seeing like uh hr emails for opening open positions or you know if you know anybody you know send them to this site so they can to the website so they can apply if you don't see a lot of that that's not a lot of promoting from within right. that you're going to have a chance to get into because especially if it's a if it's a uh major if it's a major corporation because if it is they've got offices most likely or call centers whatever in in multiple places across the country right so the idea of getting into certain positions of anything le- anything more than um uh, a peer coach or mentor or a uh, team lead, you know what I'm saying? Anything more than that, you don't have a good, uh, a good chance of achieving in these companies because these multi huge corporations that have multiple spots, they're dealing with hundreds, if not thousands of employees. Mm-hmm. So you, wherever you're at, unless your numbers are, phenomenal out the gate or there's any number of reasons that it could happen and in this day and age most of them are all negative and derogatory (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) you know but on the off chance that you know yours is not right you know you that is going to show you're going to have to produce but it's just like like that it's just like what franchise was saying is you're gonna also see the type of company it is when you're somebody that's of color and whether or not they want to see that as representative of the the company meaning are you going to be standing here with us on when the ceo comes you know that type of thing so when you have these companies they talk about their diversity and their ethnic ethics and their codes and all that other shit look all you gotta do is look at their management lower low from lower level and up like who's representing the people you know and it goes back to the united states of the people for the people by the people these corporations who's representing the people most Mm -hmm. likely it's nobody (laughs) (laughs) you know you know it's it's absolutely (laughs) nobody it's somebody that came in from outside that's getting paid you know Mm -hmm. six figures a year to do just what they do the cut staff exactly hello and and call it uh efficiency Yep, a.k.a. the hatchet man. Right. Like, no. You see somebody that's new and they came out of nowhere. Man. Yeah, they're the hatchet man. Man. But we are going. That's a show within itself. Man, we're going to take a break and we'll be back shortly. Juke Radio, weupradio.com. Oh, my God. I love OG DJ Radio. Weupradio.com. What's up, starter artists? What's up, all them startup entrepreneurs? I see y'all. Cash rules everything around me. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze, and I got the perfect platform to help you promote your brand. 
every artist plan on releasing music, just allow me to help more people here. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't even rap, dude. I flip burgers. <laughs> okay, okay. That's cool, too. If you own a business, I can hook you up also. For just one dollar, I can put you together, man. A dollar for real? Yeah, man. Every time I play a commercial or give you a live read on the air, it only costs you one dollar. I hear you. I hear you. But why? Why is the commercials only one dollar? Nah, nah, I see what you're saying, bro. But listen, none of us are rich, man. We all struggling together. Listen, I have a platform right now. Maybe you will be able to help me down the road. Who knows? With that being said, there's no minimum purchase. Plus, I'm always accessible on social media. So follow me right now, man. Jungle Radio 389. Rich Stone, trust me. Real talk. I like this, man. Look, I got like uh, $9. Can I get $9 worth? <laughs> All right, good brother. Well, follow me this way. We Up Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event, or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more, or you can call us at 216-772-3393. Weupradio.com. Oh my god. I love OG DJ Radio. Oh, we at radio.com. You have a better story than that for Lumberg. You know, you're supposed to be having your interview right now with the consultants. The who? The consultants? What has gotten into you? Oh, yeah. Right. Wait, Peter, Peter. You gotta postpone it, man. Tell me you've been sick. Make something up. Oh, no way. No, I feel great. It's the best day of my life. Next better looks like a Peter Gibbons. Uh-huh. Oh, there you are. We we're just talking about you. You must be Peter Gibbons. Uh-huh. Terrific. I'm Bob Slidell. This is my associate, Bob Porter. Oh, hi, Bob. Bob, pretty much go ahead and grab a seat and join us for a minute or two. You see, what we're actually trying to do here is we're just... We're trying to get a feel for how people spend their day at work. So, if you would, would you walk us through a typical day for you? Yeah. Great. Well, I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. Uh, I use the side door. That way, Lumber can't see me. <laughs> and uh, after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Tell him uh, space out? Yeah. I just stare at my desk, but it looks like I'm working. I do that for uh, probably another hour after lunch, too. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Uh, Peter, would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something about TPS reports. TPS uh. The thing is, Bob, it's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. Don't, don't care? It's a problem of motivation, all right? Now, if I work my ass off and Initech ships a few extra units, I don't see another dime. So where's the motivation? And here's something else, Bob. I have eight different bosses right now. Uh, beg your pardon? Eight bosses. Eight? Eight, Bob. So that means that when I make a mistake, I have eight different people coming by to tell me about it. That's my only real motivation, is not to be hassled. That and the fear of losing my job, but you know, Bob, 
That'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. Would you bear with me for just a second, please? Okay. What if, and believe me, this is so <laughs> hypothetical. But what if you were offered some kind of a stock option equity sharing program? Would that do anything for you? I don't know, I guess. Listen, I'm gonna go. Uh, it's been really nice talking to both of you guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the pleasure's you. all on this side yeah. of the table, trust me. Good luck with your layoffs, all right? I hope your firings go really well. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Hope your firings go well. Yeah. Uh, you we're back. <laughs> Just radio. <laughs> oh, we are radio. What up, Squeeze? What up, Hanif? Uh, if you have no idea where those clips are from, that is from the hilarious, critically acclaimed cult classic Office, Office Space. Space. Um, came out in 1999 from Man. the wonderful, 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 wonderful creator of Beavis and Butthead, Mike Judge. Uh, he is also the writer of another classic movie called Idiocracy. Yes. You need to watch that. It's so it's exactly where we're at in America. You'd be very surprised at how how Pete how he pegged it. Idiocracy. And, it, and, it, and it's terrible. That <laughs> it's, 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 it's not a good thing. That's not it's not a good thing, people. It's not a good thing. Um We got a WWE wrestler at who had more sense. But uh, anyway. Wow. Um, so, oh, yeah, Booker T, he actually ran for public office. In yeah, I seen that. Yeah. I seen that. Um, we are talking about. I'm coming for you, nigga. The, <laughs> the hiring process, uh, otherwise known as onboarding with these companies these days. Um, and we're at the second face-to-face interview mm. where now you're actually meeting with somebody that is probably – has the ability to actually hire you. are you. meeting with the plug. You know. So once you can finish the second interview, now begins the real game. Now begins the ultimate wait onto whether or not you will be offered a position with the company. And I said before we went to break, or not before we went to break, but before we went to got, uh, before we got the caller, that a good sign is when they give you a tour of the company prior to you leaving, most times that type of thing is reserved for the orientation day because mm-hmm. a lot of these companies, uh, when they hire, they may not just hire you. And that's another part of it too. We'll get to that in a second. But they have these start dates where you're not just starting by yourself. You're starting Start with, with a class a group of people. Yeah. and a group of people. So... Little things that you know wouldn't normally happen, uh, and those things tend to happen on that second interview. Mm-hmm. You you have a good chance of getting in the company. The, at least the rapport was built enough to where they felt comfortable. You got a puncher's chance. You know what I'm saying, right? They felt comfortable walking you around the company and maybe introducing you to a couple of people mm-hmm. because that is letting you know that this person, they got plans for you to be back. They don't really introduce you to people if you're never going to see them again. Right. It'd be, eh, well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, they wouldn't, well, you wouldn't, really wouldn't go on the tour either, you know, but like I said, that's that's the exception. It's not the rule. So it really just depends on how well, you knock it out of the park on that second interview, whether you get a base hit, you know, a double, a triple, a home run, a grand slam, you know, it's all, all whatever that is is going to determine 
where you're likely to or not to be brought into um that company right so now you go home and the waiting game begins again and again because now you either got to keep an eye out on an email or you got to look for a phone call and it happened to me one time where I was supposed to be waiting on a phone call and dropped my phone and broke it, cracked the screen, went black, and never turned back on. Oh. Uh, yeah. I was salty. Junk. So, yeah. I was so salty. <laughs> so salty. Like, and I'd had that phone for years. So I lost like over 400 contacts. Like, I lost so much stuff out of that phone, never turned back on again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, it was terrible. But most of them nowadays, they are going to send you, they'll tell you, Okay, keep an eye out on your email or you may get a phone call for for such and such. Now, if you get a phone call, they're going to give you some information about the, or, the uh, about the orientation dates and the start dates and we'll go from there. Most of the times if they give you an email, it's to tell you that, okay, there was someone else that had better for qualifications yeah. and they're not going to move forward Blow with off. you. Right. Now, but it can go either way. Sometimes the email can have the offer. You know, to yeah. tell you, it'll be somebody telling you, you know, congratulations. Usually it's a phone call, then you get the offer letter in the email. Right. And it's like, congratulations, you know, we're going to be sending you an offer letter. And the offer letter is key because a lot of these places now have it set up to where when they extend that offer letter, you got 48 hours to accept that something guy. Mm-hmm. And that means going in and and people be like, I don't understand. I never got it. or it, Just it, say, it I want the job. <clears throat> Respond. Right. right. <laughs> and, that, and that just goes to show the difference to where we're at these days where before where they could call you and they could tell you yeah you're hired when can i start okay thank you when do i start now it's well we're gonna make you an offer but you got to go through this and read this letter and and agree to all this shit click on this thing where it says pdf and do this electronic signing we got this before you you gotta agree right (laughs) before you even get somebody even call you back and acknowledge you Right. right so you go through that, you go through the offer letter, and that normally has your your rate of pay, you know, if there's any uh, any bonuses, you know, what your schedule is going to be, the benefits, blah, 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 and you got 48 hours to accept it. Right. So once you accept it, the quicker you accept it, now you still don't have a start date. The offer letter may have a start date. May now, Ma, that and that start date may be a month, from the day that they sent that email. And then some companies do all the background checking on you after you accept the offer. Exactly. Letter. After it's you, a lot, exactly. And that's another 10 days. Some, some companies front-end it. Uh-huh. And, you know, for me, I, I would prefer, I would personally prefer the front-end situation. Yeah. So that way, you know, if you get the job and you done went through two to three interviews, either a phone interview, assessments, and the whole nine, and then you fail the background check, it's like, you just wasted all you this wasted time. all this time and you wasted all this money like why didn't you just when i especially if it's something that comes up and you've already in the and it would be in the online application if you've already consented to doing the background check right. like that should the background check the credit check all that stuff should be done front end yeah. because why are you wasting your hiring people's times and you know prospective client prospective employer employee times you know, by going through all of this only to have the background check come back, you know, afterwards or and or during the training sessions. And because I've had that, uh, well, it hasn't happened to me, but I've seen it happen to people in training classes. And it's exp- it is expensive, especially when it's a company that's maybe paying for you to get some type of licensing. Mm-hmm. So now next thing you know, somebody from HR comes down in the middle of the training class and pulls somebody out because something that came up on your background check. Like that, that 
a month ago when I st- first started talking to you niggas, had you did this a month ago, <laughs> you would have seen it. You know right, what I'm saying? And I could have either time. I could have did everything that you're asking me to do now, which is the letter of explanation and what happened and what all it was. Like this needs to be done on the front end. Yeah. And it's just that simple because you do cut down on wasting people's time yeah. because that if, it's, or at it's least terrible. after the phone's interview. Right, right, right. All right, well, we need you to fill out this paperwork. Because you shouldn't be coming on site for a face-to-face interview if all of that stuff hasn't come back. Right. Because now they know you don't know. And that's the other thing, too. Like, if you're somebody that works in HR or you interview and hire people, you don't – I would prefer having the background check done on these people before I have them face-to-face in my office in this day and age it's not 1997 no you know what i'm saying i would rather know that 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 you know exactly i would rather know the type of person that's sitting in front of me and whether or not they're going to be prone to shoot this someplace up before before they sitting in front of me and if you know? they have the, a propensity for violence, they right. don't sit in front of me. Right, like, and it might not even be, like, That's some some issue. industries, you can have felonies in your background. They don't care as long as they're not certain types of industries. Like, in the financial industry, you can have domestic violence. You can have assault, really, Mm-hmm. felonies as long as none of the felonies that you have are and financial related yeah fraud identity theft you know what i'm saying any type of um, stealing anything like that with anything to do with finances you can get a, a certificate ohio you can sell insurance you can do mortgages yeah. you know you can do a lot of things it just depends on that industry certain industries you can't have any type right. of assault or felony at all and if you do, you got to write a letter of explanation. But again, depending on how far the background check goes for it right. and what the requirements are for that state, because a lot of people don't realize Ohio only goes back 10 years for certain cert- certifications, insurance and, and mortgages. Mm-hmm. So if you caught a felony back in 2003, they don't give a shit at all. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. So that idea of, oh, well, I got a felony. I can't. No, no you no. just don't know the regulation. You don't know this, the uh, the the specifics that mm-hmm. they require for you to have to pass the background check. Because if you can pass a state background check, you can pass any damn background check from these companies. Right. And that's what people don't realize. So it's like you can do a background check on yourself. All they're looking for mainly is any type of transgressions against the industry that you're applying to. Right. And gaps in employment. And that's it. And if you can explain gaps in employment, it mm-hmm. don't even matter if you got fired. And that you and here's a little if you trick. Got fired, you can, you know, hey. Here's a trick for the employment on the background checks. Because you, your key phrase you said there was gaps in employment. So gaps in employment normally come when you know life happens or whatever, and most people don't always know the dates and when they started and when they hired and where they last left or whatever. But if you if you don't know those and you put the wrong information, you know that could be seen as you lying on the application. But here's the thing, people. If you don't put it on there, they don't have authorization to check for it on the background check. So let's say you didn't work for a couple of years. You went to school. You had an injury. You do, did all kinds of stuff. You worked temp jobs. You don't want to put all that shit on there. You don't have to. What industry are you applying for? Oh, I'm getting ready to sell insurance. Okay, so what did I work that applies in insurance? Management. I worked in restaurants. Did retail, mm-hmm. call centers, 
stuff that's verifiable that I know is not derogatory. That's how you get through the background check. People, is like we said at the top of the show, people put too much information down. TMI. And it doesn't apply to the position of the company that you're trying to get into. Nope. And when you know how long or how far back the credit will the credit checks go, the background checks go. You know how to maneuver them. Yeah. The credit checks, most of these companies, they're looking to see <laughs> people don't even know what's on their credit reports to know what these companies are doing to check. Most of them they're not even pulling your real credit reports. They're just doing um <clears throat> almost like a credit karma type thing where they're getting an estimate of where your score is at. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for again fraudulent activity. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything on here? Any judgments? Did you do you have anything where somebody where you owe somebody mad money? That's what they're looking for. And here's the thing, sports fans: if 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 the majority of your debt is college debt, they don't, don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care about that. Nope. <clears throat> Not even a little bit, because they know what is it? One out of three people have student loan debt. Mm-hmm. At least ten thousand. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> you, know, you know? Well, I mean, shit, I got 17 myself, so. <laughs> I wish I had 17. <laughs> like, damn. But, I mean. My college ass, like, well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The thing about it. But they don't care. They don't care. And what people got to realize is. If they do care, you don't want to work for that. Exactly. Anyway. Because that wanna. doesn't matter. You 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 bought into the bullshit. You went to college if anything, to get the degree. It should show that you, were, that, you had amb- that you have ambition. Right. Because you if, you can put, if you can put that degree down or the certification down from whatever the student loans is from, then it's justified. They don't it's care. Like- he did finish exactly <laughs> like okay so they got that it that's what they that's what that's career. what that is me having a huge college debt has not hurt me in my career right at all. they don't care about because that the only thing the only time student loan debt is going to come into play for you is when you're trying to buy a house and even then if you if you've paid on it it don't matter it's, it's it well it does matter because it goes against your dti but the the as long as your payment is under 300 dollars, it shouldn't affect you that much because you should be able to pay it with the income that you have coming right. in after your bills anyway. Because if you're not paying it, then you it needs to not be in default. It needs to be in like a forbearance default, or a deferment. Yeah, because that's the key part about it. If it's in default, you can forget it. You're not getting shit while that student loan is in default. Nope. Nothing. Nobody's giving you that. <laughs> you're not buying a car. You're not getting nothing. Mm-mm. So get it out of default if it's in default. But um, and the way you do that is forbearance. If you ain't worked or if you ain't don't make no money, that's all they gotta do. That's all you gotta tell them. I ain't worked. I ain't made no money. Can't pay. Can't can't can't. No blood from attorney. Man, and if they tell you some shit, nah, I give you five dollars a month. Right. And that they gotta take it. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, but you gotta get a you. Oh, that's the biggest thing for your credit. You gotta if you have student loan debt and you haven't been paying it or it's in default or whatever, you gotta get at least a six to 12 month on time payment history of it to knock out all of the time that it's been and in default. have a whole new outlook on life. Man, man. Cause that's a a, it's an installment world. loan. They be like, Oh yeah, it's an installment loan. So it's, it's, it's different than revolving like, debt. Oh, it's different Mrs. Than Halo, you're, oh, oh, okay. So, you, Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Loan approved. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> but you can yeah. go shopping for drapes. So you get out the second interview. Now you got your offer letter. And so now here's, entails another 48 hours worth of delay 
because the offer letter has is going to be included in an email so it's going to have a pdf and people are like i don't know where it's at do you know what it says when it says pdf when you read the subject line because if you actually read read it because reading is fundamental You've seen that it said attachment. That's what that paperclip that, means. That big ass icon. Right. Like that's, <laughs> that's what that paperclip means. On the email. So, yeah. you know, you click that and it opens up an Adobe PDF and you make your electronic signature and you go through and you initial everything electronically. Now, this is where they get you because this is where you might have an employee handbook. This is where you might have an arbitration agreement. This is where you might have um, arbitration. Yeah, and that that's the a, that's and that a topic and, and that's a whole different thing because that's a whole nother show. Because arbitration, when they have these mandatory contracts that if anything happens, oh, you can't sue us. We have to go to arbitration. Oh no, let me look at this. Let me take a look at this. Yeah. Because see, and what happens is when you don't, um, the way that they have these electronic documentation set up, especially in Adobe, you can't finish, you can't click finish and submit until you initial for every document that they have on there that's marked for you to sign. So if you, y'all know, if y'all have ever been out and you've had to click on Adobe and do, uh, you know, make your initials and then do your electronic signature, if you've done mortgages, you know, that's how people sign their electronic documents. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, they cannot click finish and submit unless every spot is marked where they needed to sign or initial is signed or initialed. And I've, I've had so many calls where people was like, well, I'm going through it and I've walked them through it. And oh, well, they've missed one. Oh, well, they didn't, they didn't uh, put that they wanted to get an appraisal. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to put there. That's why it's there. That's why it's yellow. You got to click in it. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Now you get down there. Okay, now that submit button is lit up. Now you can click on it. Yeah, and that's how it's set up because you won't be able to accept anything that they're saying without acknowledging everything they want you to acknowledge. Right. So if you don't know anything about arbitration, if you don't really read or, you know, what that is, if it does end up being an employee handbook in there, because a lot of places do an electronic copy of an uh, employee handbook because back in the day they would actually give it to you and you kept it at your desk now it's electronic Mm -hmm. so you got to acknowledge that you received it because that's that's how that's their out that's how they're able to say well you were informed of whatever the policies were because you initialed here on this day when you did the offer letter Mm -hmm. so now you go through everything and it's initialed and you get through and you got a start date on there. That start date here. You thought, oh, man, OK, so, yeah, they sent me the offer letter. I didn't sign this everything. I'm going to start next week. You, you start next month. Next month. Next month. You start in three whole more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so Two now you got to get ass. right. And if you already quit your gig. Now you got a whole nother ass Hold damn on, month. Number one, don't quit your gig until you sometimes got it happens. The next gig. Sometimes it happens. You know, life you happens. Avoid, you want to avoid you that wanna situation. Avoid it. You want to avoid you really it, do. but <clears throat> sometimes you can't. Right. You know, but if you if you <laughs> if you can't avoid it and you don't have another gig, now you got a whole ass another month sitting here. You know, you didn't be able to get back in and develop bad habits because you ain't had to get up and get to work mm-hmm. for Horrible a month. Habits. You ain't had to wake up. You ain't had to do nothing. So now it's like, okay, now we get through there and your start date is in three weeks. 
you think okay you're going to come in they tell you ask for so and so at the desk and then they're going to get you to the part the this department and then you got to ask for whoever's going to be your so team you lead a lot more paperwork. yeah what i'm saying and then they'll get more once you get to your team lead um then you'll go ahead and get your day started so you're like okay you get out there and you get to your first day and you get in there and you walk in and there's 17 other people in there too so oh so now you realize oh shit i done walked into a whole last training class and the whole first day is nothing but paperwork it's crazy because you're filling out paperwork for stuff they That's got already. It, exactly. It will now, <laughs> and now you're, because you should have, most places, like, you should have did, like, your tax forms and all that stuff. But now you come in and they got you sitting down and doing that. Or they're giving you different things to acknowledge, another copy of the handbook, or what the, that site policies, whatever they bullshit is that they come up with. Facts. You know, so now that's a whole day in training that you're sitting there and you are completely not learning anything, not, you're just getting paid to fill out paperwork. The good companies have lunch for you that day. Yeah. Or at least some donuts or something. There's something there, not only is there, uh, something there for you I but like you might get an extra hour you can you know what I'm saying? you might get a whole hour for your lunch mm-hmm. that's the love <laughs> man that's the thing so next week we're gonna talk about the training because that's the start of it yep so we've been talking about things to avoid at work and other stuff and things of that sort you know, training is where it all starts. <sighs> you know. <laughs> Yo, a lot of companies have the training, trainers. The training, <clears throat> the training, the training, the training. I mean, when you go through. Especially insurance companies. Y'all have some shitty trainers. Man, listen. When you get in there. And you realize I that think training is a spot where they send people that's like the company like you, but you ain't producing the way you used to. So it's like a cushy little gig you get before you uh retire. That's what you know what that's I've seen that happen. <laughs> I've seen that Man. happen in a couple of companies. One of the companies, most recent companies that I worked for, that actually was what it was for um the dude that was doing it because nobody they didn't really like him and so they made him the trainer and then when our class came in and everybody they what there was like 13 of us and um we had to take a state test to pass it you know to get the licensing and <laughs> there was 13 of us so nine out of the 13 passed it on the first try i think uh that was our insurance test you had to get a 75 i think 70 70 to get on there and um no, that wasn't insurance. That was the mortgage one. It was seventy five. Oh, yeah. Um, to get on there, and because everybody did, those nine people did so good. You know, they gave them another class or whatever. But those class, those sons of bitches, mm. <laughs> half of them niggas <laughs> failed it. And the Man. thing they told us. Even then, that if you failed it, it, it if they brought you back, it was going to be based on whether or not they liked you because you were already there 
for a month before you took the test because it was four weeks of training to take the test. So um, the fact that uh, the fact that half of those people failed it and <laughs> they didn't like HR failed. None of them. HR didn't took a man. They didn't bring back a lot of And training low key is another those interview people. process for real. That's like an extended that's like an extended interview for real. Yeah. You know what because I mean? that's especially when they tell you the training is anywhere from four to six weeks. You still getting you still auditioning. You still auditioning. That's the thing. It's like, you know, when you get hired, that that's not the end of it. Yeah. It's not the end of it. And the killing part about it is people don't um <laughs> people don't realize that that is exactly what it is an extended interview training that's all it is yeah, it's an extended interview because if you don't you know you have bad habits in in training then you they like no we mm-mm. no we and and they're not they're, they're gonna especially if you don't um if it's something to where they're paying for you to get a certification and you don't get it. You don't pass it um, on that first try. Got to go. You got to go because they they not they not fin to keep paying you, and they don't like you. Not at all. So next week, uh, we will be talking about the training process. And going through that onboarding process, you know, you you really have to. Onboarding process for real. It is because it's a complete. It's it's so much more bullshit that comes with the training before you even start the job. That it's not even funny, right? Because people, it's like people don't. You got to realize, like you done, um, you done been here for four weeks or whatever, and now. We gotta keep you. It came time for the test, and you ain't even passed the some bitch. Yo, I worked at a spot, no names, please, where this dude had failed the state test like eight times. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they still kept him. Mm. I'm like, well, you know what? There's a place. You should have been fired, this dude. There, where I'm at now, and it's so easy, and the work. I, it's, it's just re- relatively easy. It's 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 crazy. It's extremely boring. But um, there are people there that have been there a year, two years, and have never bonus. That are just making overtime in their right. whatever their hourly rate is. And that one, that one fly. And and well, it wouldn't fly at a lot of companies because you, you got to remember you know the bonus is the bonus is something that they always use to dangle in front of you to justify the lower wage that they're paying you hourly. Anyway, and 
for this company, even though it is extremely easy to make bonus, the fact that these people don't and they keep them says more about the company than it does the people. Because the people, if it was me, they would be gone. But when you're when you need bodies and you need people that come to work every day on time and don't call off. And yeah, they may not be hitting bonus production numbers, but they're still hitting numbers. Yeah. They're going to still be there. Yeah. And that's where people settle and they end up in these companies for years at a time and not realizing how much, why, how much time has passed. And especially if it's somewhere where it's easy to make the money, that should be the focus. And like I was telling my friend, get stacked the money and get out and find something that's mm-hmm. going to, that you'd like that's still going to bring you peace. Niggas is getting old, man. you know, and the rate that we're going in this country full of dumbasses, you gonna have to find you a job uh, out of, out of country. Man. <laughs> yeah, find, uh, industries where you can work from out the or, or work from home something to yeah. where you're doing the, the traveling to u.s friendly uh spot there there aren't too many more of left man you fucking it up for everybody man <laughs> on that note <laughs> we out this we gonna catch you mofos next week because we need some of this stuff right here federal public announcement dc smokers roll your blunts tight <laughs> <laughs> Inhale, <laughs> slowly exhale. That's how you get high. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this, but I'm gonna get you high today. Supposed to be 80 degrees today. You ain't got no job. You ain't got, you got shit to do, Cleveland. Pass me the green. I need some weed with my Hennessy. <laughs> Pass me the green. I need some weed with my Hennessy. Pass me the green. I need some weed with my Hennessy. Pass me the green. I need some weed with my Hennessy. Pass me the green. I need some weed with my Hennessy. Pass me the green. I need some weed with my Hennessy. Pass me the green. I need some weed with my Hennessy. Pass me the green. I need some weed with my Hennessy. Got my dang from the Bahamas. My girl smoked some green with her mama. Jumped in my cutlass on my way to the liquor store. Picked up some blunts, got 10 on the 2 0. Mixed these palm trees with some green leaves. Nah, nigga, head spinning like the seven seas. Puff, puff, pass. Nigga, that's what Simon said. Who's home? The weed or the green gon' get carried away. Fingernails burnt, looking like a tweaker. Ears started popping, but not from the speaker.